Hello, and thank you for joining us on this podcast episode of That's in the Bible. I'm Bob Pauline. And our first question comes from Christelle Aragin in San Diego, California. Let's hear what Christelle asks. How can we overcome the difficulties in life? Thank you, Christelle, for asking that question. It's certainly a question that many uh, ask now and again, and they write that question into this program often. Please know that you're not alone, Christelle. Many feel quite overwhelmed these days with the many burdens everyday life brings upon so many people in the times that we now live in. But here's what the Bible reminds all of us to preserve within us, no matter what happens in life. Apostle Paul wrote this to the Romans in Romans 5, verse 5. Here was his advice to them. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Christelle, never lose hope. That's the advice of the apostle. Hope never disappoints. Never lose hope when you're surrounded by troubles, surrounded by turmoils of so many different kinds. And the reason to not lose hope is because of God's love for his people. But then you may want to say, but I feel impatient. I, I, I feel anxiety as I face the various trials and difficulties of life. Well, let's please consider the uh, Lamentations chapter 3, the Lamentations of, of Jeremiah. In uh, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 26, It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. The Holy Scriptures teaches us that we need to wait. Hope, be filled with hope. And while we are filled with hope, wait. Be patient. The Lord will not disappoint. He will not abandon His faithful servants. So, Christelle, what's the most important thing that we should understand then as we face various tribulations in life? Apostle Paul wrote about all these things to the Romans and mentioned that there is actually something to be gained. And that's what some may, may wonder. How could we gain something from experiencing difficulties, experiencing trials in life? But he said there is something to be gained. Here's what he told them. It's recorded in Romans chapter 5. What's to be gained? Romans 5, let's listen to verses 3 and, and 4, because it tells us precisely what is to be gained. And not only, not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint. So Christelle, we must glory in experiencing these trials or, or feel happy about them. Why? Because we know, as we've just read there, there is a positive and good result. Experiencing trials, it's, it's not a waste. It's not a time bad spent in life such because there is a good ending result. But what if everything and everyone seems to be going against me, one may say. 
And it seems that the trials and the tribulations and the persecutions surrounding me in this life are just too much to bear. Well, that leads to our next question, which came in from Martha Labrador in Buena Park, California. Let's hear what Martha asks. Why are there so many people that are filled with hate or that are haters, even though you don't do anything bad to them? And what's the best way to deal with them to give you peace of mind and peace in your heart? So even though one may be filled with hope and having a positive outlook in life, sometimes they can just feel beat down when experiencing all such as described there, a hate and persecution from maybe from family members, uh, uh, betrayed, one may feel betrayed by friends or such things as that. Well, Martha, we agree with you. It is truly sad that there are so many people like that as you describe them in the world nowadays. But is, is this a surprise? Should we be, feel surprised that people act in such a way? You know, it, it was actually predicted by Apostle Paul in his uh, letter to Timothy. Let's take a look at it. It's recorded here, 2 Timothy chapter 3. We'll read verses uh, 1 all the way through uh, verse 5, wherein he describes people in our times. Here, here's how he described them. But understand this, that in the last days will come, set in, perilous times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. For people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered, lovers of money and aroused by an inordinate greedy desire for wealth, proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters. They will be abusive, blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. They will be without natural human affection, callous and inhuman, relentless, admitting of no truce or appeasement. They will be slanderers, false accusers, troublemakers, intemperate and loose in morals and conduct, uncontrolled and fierce, haters of good, they will be treacherous, betrayers, rash, and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements more, more than and rather than lovers of God. For although they hold a form of piety, true religion, they deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it, their conduct belies the genuineness of their profession. Avoid all such people. Turn away from them. So it's not a surprise. So we look in the world and we see all these kinds of people. How can we overcome it then when we're surrounded by people who have these kind of tendencies described here by Apostle Paul, tendencies to mistreat us and mistreat others? Should we, should we try to seek for revenge? Should we try to find a way to get even one way or another? There was some in, important advice given by Apostle Paul in his letter to the Romans uh, about that very thing. And 
although it may be it may be human nature to want to get revenge to want to uh, get back to re, uh, return evil for evil as the saying goes but you know he gave some very important insight here in Romans uh, chapter uh, chapter 12 let's begin in verse uh, 19 we'll also read verse 14 as well as 20 and 21 dear friends don't try to get even let God take revenge in the scriptures the Lord says I am the one to take revenge and pay them back. Verse 14, ask God to bless everyone who mistreats you. Ask him to bless them and not to curse them. The scriptures also say, if your enemies are hungry, give them something to eat. And if they are thirsty, give them something to drink. This will be the same as piling burning coals on their heads. Don't let evil defeat you, but defeat evil with good. So the advice is simple and clear. Overcome or defeat evil with good deeds. What was the instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ regarding this? And uh, suppose we are thinking... Uh, of individuals in our life that well could be in that category of being counted as as an enemy here's what our Lord Jesus Christ said let's see if he said we should get revenge we heard from Apostle Paul this time the insight comes directly from the Savior the Lord Jesus Christ and here's what he what he said in the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 43 44 and uh, and 45 You have heard people say, love your neighbors and hate your enemies. But I tell you to love your enemies and pray for anyone who mistreats you. Then you will be acting like your Father in heaven. Jesus said, do good to your enemy. That's all we have time for today. What you've heard is just an introduction the teachings of the Bible taught here in the Church of Christ. And we invite you to learn more and join with us. And we'll use the guidance of the Holy Scriptures to help you find your answers. The truth, that's in the Bible. Please feel free to email your questions about the Bible, about salvation, to answers at incmedia.org. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast, That's in the Bible, and turn on your notifications for new episodes. I'm Brother Bob Pauline, and we hope you join us next time for more programming of the Iglesia Ni Cristo Church of Christ. To watch episodes of That's in the Bible, go to incmedia.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless.